This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host, Dr. Judith Bryles, on the Rockstar Radio Network. On the show today, you'll find out where book publishing is going and how to take advantage of it. How to identify and avoid publishing predators. What opportunities are emerging as the book trade evolves in new forms. How to avoid losing money and much, much more. Join us now as a variety of publishing pros will deliver insights and strategies to take the author to the next, next level of publishing. It's your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. Brought to you by Author You and The Book Shepherd on the Rockstar Radio Network. And now, here's your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Well, it's a fabulous day, and I can't believe it's spring. I'm so excited. It's something I look forward to every year because that means the sun is going to be out more. But coming from Denver, we actually have it a little bit more than most people think about, and we haven't had much snow this year. Listen, we're going to have a great show today. And actually, I am talking to my guest, Sharon Abbott, earlier I was bemoaning, bemoaning the whole issue of some of the emails I get. And it, it's it's not an email every once in a while. It's turned into anywhere from once to a good three-plus times a day from men and women all over the country who have been taken, who have been duped, who have been sucked down the spiraling publishing hole. They've gotten the days in the eyes. They've thought about, you know, oh, I can publish for a few hundred bucks. And before they know it, they have literally tapped out their credit cards. They are in for thousands and thousands of dollars. And as one gentleman said to me today from Alabama, I still don't have anything and it's been months and how in the hell do I get out of this mess? So I gave him some advice to do very quickly um, and told him that there there is a high probability he's just going to be kissing it all off and he's starting all over again. But the reality is it is, a, it is an author beware uh, scenario out there. It is you've got to take responsibility that anyone you have to work with has to have full transparency and they have to have full accountability. Otherwise, you don't go down this path, period. So with me today is, is Sharon Abbott who is joining me, and Sharon um, actually hosts her own radio show. We'll get into that a little bit. But she is really all about um, making things right, doing things that tie in for the author and, and, and their publishing journey. Um, she is does author training programs herself. In fact, you can find her at authortrainingprograms.com as well as her, her blog talk radio. But Sharon's doing a lot of very exciting things. So we thought we'd go down the path of, you know, uh, of what kind of books should you be looking at and publishing? Well, even actually open up with actually asking her how many books she's published herself. Because what really tickles me is that when people go out to be these publishing experts and they haven't published a freaking book themselves, they don't know what's going on. They've really not gone through the process. And I think it's really important. They, you need to have someone who's gone through the ups and downs, who knows what the mistakes are, who, who's willing to say, boy, if I had the magic wand, here's what I would do differently and over and not go down this path or redirect here. So, Sharon, welcome to your guide to book publishing. Thank you, Judith. It's great to be here. 
Well, I'm, and I have to say that how Sharon and I met is that she is an active voice on the Author You uh, group on LinkedIn, and that's how we first linked up. <laughs> if I, I should say that, <laughs> I, I love I following you. Absolutely. <laughs> No, it's it's been. I guess you've been following some of the discussion. It's been it's been uh, hot and heavy between uh, dealing with publishing predators and muses this past week. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, well, Sharon, tell our listeners a little bit about you. Well, I actually published my first book in two thousand, but I had spent twenty years in the printing and publishing industry, and I was. Um, a little miffed at the way authors are treated. And when I became an author, it became uh, a passion of mine to figure out how to retain the rights of my book, to have more ability and flexibility. One of the the, uh, nightmare stories was when a friend of mine was on uh, the Oprah show, and I was actually on with her, and she had major publisher and was able to negotiate 35 cents her book that she sold to date since 91, uh, 22 years, she has sold over 700,000 copies and never made more than $50,000 a year. And when I did the math and thought, okay, independent publishing, um, she would have made a half a million a year if she had gone that route. Yikes! (laughs) So I became... So focused on how I would get my book, retain the rights to be able to get it out into the world. And then people started asking me, you know, how did you do that? Could you help me with this? And I started creating all of these different training programs because I was bound and determined to help other people realize that they need to be in control. They need to learn how to run the business of being an author. So to date, I have 10 books published. Um, my shortest length of time, I wrote a book in actually one week by locking myself up in a cabin up at Tahoe. And the longest book I did was a research book that took me three and a half years. I promise I will never do that again. <laughs> oh, I've done that. I have a five-year book. Oh, my gosh. That's I, so I have one of those. I have one of those. <laughs> no, that's so painful. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> So, uh, you know, and it's one of the things that I'm out there in the trenches every day, so I know what other authors are going through, and I have found little tips and tricks and ways of being able to get book sales consistent. I sell an average of about a 1,000 books a year for a combination of the top four books that I have, and then maybe another 500 for the rest of the six books, because I do the majority of my books through um, speaking engagements and uh, keynote speeches and being able to um, get my message out to a targeted audience, which I think is really wonderful for authors to do. Well, I'm a huge believer in understanding how to niche market yourself. Um, And that's what actually my, my new book that I have to tell all our listeners, it launches next week. Oh, um, wonderful. Author, author you, yeah, author you creating and and building the author and book platforms and everybody. If you go to author you y o u author you books, that's plural authoryoubooks.com Next Tuesday, you are going to open the gate. I mean, this is what you get when you buy my book. You get forty eight amazing gifts. Sharon has some fabulous gifts up there as well. 
but 48 amazing gifts. They're all designed for the author and the writer. And uh, they, if you were to buy them, because they're all for sale, they actually sell them, you'd be paying $2,600. And that doesn't include all the ones that we couldn't put a price tag on, so they're priceless. So it's a fabulous array. If you buy one book, you get all this stuff. Isn't that wonderful? So... There you go. Yeah, All right. So uh, what I was saying, Sharon, it, which is so important, is that I also have sold a lot of books. And it has not been through the traditional way, which was the brick-and-mortar store. I learned how to narrow it down, the speaking engagements, going and finding the crowd who wanted to hear my message, and that my message resolved a problem or took away the pain. Um, which is what most books will do, unless they're, you're in the fiction and the entertainment arena. And when you can go and you find them and you go to them and you connect, you will sell a potload of books. Exactly. At full price. At full price. Right. And retain when you're independently published. And there's a distinction, although for authors it doesn't make any difference at all, but there's a distinction between independently published and self-published. And just so that if people have not heard of the difference, um, when you're self-published, it's like you, you know, printed a book in your own home and, you know, you're, you're trying to, you know, figure out how to, to get it out into the world. But when you're independently published, the world believes it's like the indie film. And so it elevates the level of expertise for an author. So mm-hmm. if everyone would start conforming and using that independently published concept, um, they will find there's more reception to what they're writing. Well, and I I think also what's very important, uh, Sharon, to get across is, and I have been harping on this for a long time, there is a difference between self-publishing and independent publishing. There, there really is a difference, um, and a lot of it has to do with quality, perception. It also has a lot to do with how you view your publishing um, um, environment and your partner relationship, where most people who look at independent publishing, they are in the business. This is a business, and I understand that there is a P&L to it, and I, I need to look at these things. Right, right, Absolutely. All right. So with that, so we, we've got with us, dear listeners, a really qualified person who has been on both sides and has worked with people who have actually got into deep doo-doo like I do a lot. So when you look at what you're doing now, and let's, let's tie it into the author training programs, what are some of the big mistakes that you consistently see your clients, Sharon, do in this arena? Well, the biggest mistake is thinking that once the book is written, their job is done. And and I see this all the time. I mean, people don't realize that that's when the job begins. So um, one of the things that I try to do is, you know, slowly encourage people that are not used to getting out and speaking in the community to um, go to organizations and find groups that they're comfortable with because, you know, like you were doing, is getting out into the world and letting people know you have a book. And that is the greatest, best way for authors to get their names out there. But there's actually, um, some people have a comfort level with speaking and other people um, want to just stay home. So one of the big challenges people have, and and we can look at it as a mistake, is they don't want to get out into the world. So those authors, what I do is encourage them to do radio interviews 
because and then what I try to do is get them to understand that a radio interview is like talking to somebody in your living room. So it's not threatening. It's not that much of a challenge. And when they're writing the questions and they're providing the radio producer with all the information that the talk show host needs, then it's much easier for them because their answers should lead people to their website to buy books. And what you have done is absolutely key to success where people can buy the book on Amazon or they can buy it from you and get, what, $2,600 in additional material? is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these on the Rockstar Radio Network. Is there a book in you or another? Author You will show you how to create, develop, and publish your book without being good. If you already have a book out, you'll find a supportive and brainstorming community that's connected and creative no matter where you live. AuthorU brings in national experts for its book camps and annual author extravaganza held each May. It has regular meetings and delivers webinars for its members on timely topics. Through AuthorU's extensive network, members enjoy exclusive benefits, including significant discounts for a variety of services necessary to publishing. The Resource, its online book publishing news magazine, is content-heavy and it's free. If you want to create a book that has pizzazz, punch, and panache, AuthorU is for you. If you're a hobbyist or a casual author, it's not. Join AuthorU today through its website at AuthorU.org. Follow AuthorU on Twitter at AuthorU and on Facebook at AuthorU, where timely author and publishing tips and articles are posted daily. AuthorU, where the author goes to become seriously successful. sell stuff? Do you want to sell books? Lots of them? If yes, you must take credit cards, the most widely used form of payment today. The Free Terminal has created a special program for your guide to book publishing listeners. No contract. All equipment is free. Extremely low rates and no termination fees ever. Contact Alan Dean at Alan at thefreeterminal.com or call him at 303-668-6828. The Free Terminal has handled all credit card transactions for both Author You and Judith for over a year. Don't wait another day. Contact Alan at thefreeterminal.com or call 303-668-6828 and tell him you want the no contract Author You deal. Every picture tells a story, and it's a truism that people do judge a book by its cover. Nick Selinger and NZ Graphics have been in the business of producing superior graphic cover design and interior layout for self-published authors, independent and traditional publishers for years. He has developed a reputation for 
excellent work, fast turnarounds, and best of all, affordable pricing. NZ Graphics also produces ebooks and book marketing materials such as posters, sell sheets, postcards, bookmarks, business cards, logos, and more. Books designed for his clients have won multiple book awards, including Best Book Award by U.S. Book News, multiple Evie Awards from the Colorado Independent Publishers Association, Indie Book Awards, the San Francisco Book Festival Award, and Freedom Medal Award from Valley Forge. Visit www.nzgraphics.com or call 303-985-4174 for more details about making your book the success it should be. Mention that you are an FOJ, friend of Judith's, and that you heard about NZ Graphics on your guide to book publishing. Welcome back to your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask on the Rockstar Radio Network. If you want to write and publish a book, if you want to be successful as an author, your guide to book publishing, everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask, is for you. Stay tuned and you'll hear about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Right, we're back with Sharon Abbott, and she's got two websites. One is SharonAbbott.com, and that's S-H-A-R-Y-N-A-B-B-O-T-T. And she's also got AuthorTrainingPrograms.com. And we're really talking about some of the mistakes that authors consistently make. Sharon kind of threw it out on the table um, that uh, media is really important in understanding how to use it, if I heard you correctly. Exactly. That's right, Judith. All right. And so what are the what are some um what what are what you say is maybe the top 3 mistakes that authors consistently make in trying to procure some media placement? So the first one is thinking that they're done when their their book is written and not getting out there and speaking. And the other is when they're they're not comfortable speaking that they don't look to see the other avenues like radio interviews because I think radio interviews are the easiest to do. And when authors can remember, it's almost like talking with someone in your living room. Um, a lot of times what I suggest to my authors is taking a picture of the host and having that in front of them when they're being interviewed because it helps make a connection that you don't often get when you're just talking on the phone. So to develop a rapport with somebody that you can't see is difficult for some people. But the mm-hmm. third mistake is not treating this as a business. And this is the biggest fallacy for authors. When anybody has a business, they have 40 hours a week minimum. But as authors, it seems like we're never done. But a lot of times, authors have full-time jobs, so they don't look at this as being a business. And it takes about six months of doing all of the steps of getting their name out there, getting speaking engagements, getting radio interviews, and all of the 22 marketing concepts that are available to authors, including using social media, to be able to create more than enough income that they don't have to have a job. And that's my goal because I hate it when people have to have a job that they're not passionate about. 
Which is pretty common, and that's, sometimes that's how they go into authoring, but what they don't realize, and everyone hear me clearly, that writing your book is 10% of the deal. It's 90% is supporting the book and the baby. And, and the fabulous news, because of the Internet and all the social media avenues, is that you have a variety of tools that you can use to keep your book going in perpetuity. When Sharon and I started, we talked about some of the traditional snafus, especially that she had noticed where her her friend and client was getting, what, 35 cents, and she could have been getting a heck of a lot more per book. (laughs) And that if she understood the dollars and cents of publishing, she wouldn't have gone down that avenue in the first place. And, And I think that when I bemoan for our listeners who contact me all the time and the emails I get and the people who post on my various sites that they've been taken again by some predator out there, that if they had done the homework and they had understand the dollars and cents of it, they never would have signed these contracts they seem to keep falling into. Would you agree, Sharon? Absolutely, Judith. And and I wish people would look at the the... It's not just an alternative, but... It's like, what are your choices? You know, you sign a contract, you give up your rights. A lot of the publishers retain the title of the book and the ISBN number. And mm-hmm. so you're giving up your intellectual property, which is wrong it, under any circumstance. It's absolutely wrong. Well, I even tell people who do create space, um, which I've got some clients have chosen to go in that direction, is that you use your own ISBN Absolutely. Yeah, because you have no control over it, but never, ever sign an agreement that forces you to give up the title or your content, because that's one of the ways that authors get so disgruntled because they're out there doing all the work because the publisher doesn't do the marketing. The publisher doesn't set up book signings or radio interviews or any of the other marketing concepts for an author. So it's totally on the author's responsibility to make Mm -hmm. sure that they're doing the marketing. And and it is. And uh, that's changed dramatically because when I first signed my first contract back in, what is it? What was December of 1979? Um, I, I had the limo pick me up. I was flown to New York first class. I, I was put in the Waldorf story. It ain't that way anymore, people. No. <laughs> it, it's just no. not that way. So, so with that, let's um, let's do a little switch since we were. I've introduced the the topic of the change. When you look over this last decade, what do you see the biggest changes? And and with identify them. What steps can we take to take advantage of them? Because for me, I look at a change as an opportunity. Oh, you're right. Um, And one thing that I have found, the biggest change is now anyone can publish a book. Now, there's good parts to that and there's bad parts to that because we've seen a lot of second-class, third-class level books because people don't hire professional editors. Their book covers don't look professional. Um, I've seen books where when the book is trimmed, the type is almost to the very edge of the the sheet. Um, I've seen, you know, lots of really, really bad publishing. So one of the things that um, is great about it is because anybody can publish a book, there's nothing holding anybody back. So if you have a good concept, and and I work with people who write nonfiction. I'm not 
comfortable working with fiction at all. I know a lot of people are, but that's not where my comfort level is. So if I'm working with somebody who is writing nonfiction and they're writing about something they're passionate about, then now being able to go from, you know, I met one uh, man um, who actually wrote the screenplay for Prince of Tide. His name is Mitch House. And while he was actually writing that screenplay, he had written his first novel. And he submitted it to, I think it's like 145 publishers who rejected it. And I said, you know, it's really not whether a publisher accepts it or not, but if your book is printed, then you can take that book to the next level. Because he was a screenwriter, he knew how to put position that book. And then I introduced him to a screenwriter in Los Angeles who has been very smart about the way she and her husband run their business. They're members of SAG. They're members of Screenwriters Guild. Um, you know, they've put themselves right smack in the middle of all of the action. And so he actually presented his book, and she's going to write the screenplay. And now the book can get produced. So this is like because of social media, we have access to people we never would have been able to meet. That's one of the biggest changes. And I think one of the biggest advantages. And so if we use social media, because I know there's a lot of people, they're not comfortable with LinkedIn and Facebook and Twitter, but now we have access to virtual assistants who basically can do it all for us. And well, I, I agree with you, but here's my response to that. Get over it. Get, get over it, people, that this is a part of the communication main, and you really need to have some basic, basic understanding of how to do a tweet. <laughs> well, and you're right, and I really appreciate when people are concerned about technology. That's never been my forte. I love technology, so I jump in with both feet, and I master things so that I can explain it more simply to other people. But there are a lot of people who are technophobes. You know, looking at Facebook, it's like, oh, people are just talking about their kids and their pets, or they're sending out repeat versions of the same motivational mm-hmm. block of uh, type and picture. And I said, no, the people on there, I have talked to Bill Maher, Deepak Chopra, Mark Victor Hansen, Jack Hanfield. I mean, the list of the who's who of very well-connected authors because of social media. I mean, you and I wouldn't have met if it hadn't been for LinkedIn. So I'm really um, excited about getting people very comfortable with social media. But the day-to-day stuff, you know, making sure that you post, using things like HootSuite, you can do one message and it goes out to all of your social media you know, those are the things that a lot of the virtual assistants can do for you. So of course, absolutely, absolutely, and they can ma- they'll make your life easy. But I-, I just feel that people need to have at least know what it means and understands. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah, we, right. yeah. We've got about thirty seconds, so before we go to our bottom of the hour break, and I, I think that if 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 I hear anything that what you're saying is that you just need to figure out a way to do it. If it's not your forte, if it's not your passion and love, um, do it. I will tell you, I had one client, I forced him onto Twitter. He has now got 30,000 followers and he has built it up with quotes, 
quotes and it goes specifically to the running world. You figure. You go figure. <laughs> I'm Judith Bryles, Sharon Abbott's my guest. This is your guide to book publishing. We'll be right back. We'll have a few words from Phil Knight with Colorhouse Graphics. This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these on the Rockstar Radio Network. Since 1987, Colorhouse Graphics has set the standard for quality book production. Whether you decide to print a small quantity of books or need a large print run, depend on Colorhouse to help you. You'll receive professional help and advice the moment you reach one of our representatives. If you mention hearing about us on your guide to book publishing with Judith Bryles, we will provide you with discount on the first order you place. To speak with a project manager, call us toll-free at 800-454-1916 or visit us at www.colorhousegraphics.com. When Ned Thompson and Harry Shore started Thompson Shore in 1972, they believed employees with great character would make up the best company. They were right. They hired people who were not only experts in bookmaking, but who were obsessed with quality and delivering exceptional customer service. Almost 40 years later, Thompson Shore remains a 100% employee-owned company. Ned and Harry knew that successful customer projects are a direct result of empowered employees. We specialize in all books for large and small publishers. Creating beautiful and well-made books, we're dedicated to pleasing our customers by making the experience a good one from start to finish. The personal touch we have with our customers allows us to be innovative in solving their most difficult challenges. Our platform also ensures that we can remain flexible to meet our customers' unique needs and expectations. Our marketing kit can create buzz for your title, enhancing the promotion of your book during infancy. When you need to test the market to gauge your future sales, we can provide digitally printed books that will transition seamlessly into a larger offset run. From ebook to hard copy to delivery, our skillful customer service teams are at the ready to answer your most pressing questions. At Thompson Shore, we know that making the highest quality books requires more than just best technologies. It requires superior customer service, professionalism to the trade, and commitment to environmental and social values. With these standards of excellence in place, you can be sure that we will always help you put your best book forward. Welcome back to your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask on the Rockstar Radio Network. Coming up, you'll hear more about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Okay, and um, the, my, my producer's trying to get hold of Phil Knight, so we will continue on and see if we pick him up. Um, 
off the air, Sharon and I were talking about a couple of things that I would like to open up because I've never really got into it and tied in with the advancement of marketing um, with with uh, for authors. And that ties in with some of the hottest strategies that are going on besides, you know, the Internet and all these other things and this thing called joint ventures. So, Sharon, describe what a joint venture is and what kind of things should an author be looking for in creating that? I typically look for people who have a similar book. So my Law of Attraction book, I look for people who are with an audience of a Law of Attraction, whether they have a book, a radio show, something like that. Um, My business books, of course, I'm looking for people who work with entrepreneurs. So what I do is approach them either on LinkedIn or Facebook, sometimes on selfgrowth.com. And um, those are my top three, and I can find more than enough. So a prime example, September is Singles Month, and my uh, second book is called Making a List and Checking It Twice, What Singles Need to Know. Mm -hmm. So I decided to actually do an interview every day, Monday through Friday, throughout September. I approached 45 people who were talk show hosts, um, television hosts, host, authors, um, one was the largest single syndicated columnist. Um, she's in USA Today on Saturdays. And out of 45 people, 22 agreed, only one turned me down. And I created this really great interview series where I asked them questions, and of course I recorded it. And then I was able to have this joint venture where they sent to their database that they were being interviewed by me. And now I'm able to capture people from their database who want to listen to the interview free. So it's a very simple format and one that is effective no matter what the book is. You can do it with fiction books. You can do it with just about anything. So that's one of the best ways of being able to develop a joint venture. So it's a it's 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 cross pollination kind of exactly cross pollination with books. All right, let's let's take a, a segue from here. I've got Phil Knight on the line, and Phil is with Colorhouse Graphics. I'm looking forward to seeing Phil in like six weeks because he will be here in Denver, Colorado, with the Author You Extravaganza. He's one of our favorite exhibitors, and with Phil's support, he's also helping bring in Guy Kawasaki. Hi, Phil. Hi, Judith. How are you? I'm great. Great. What's new in Printland? Well, there's plenty of new stuff. Uh, we are really rolling forward here, printing lots of books and helping folks any way we can. But I'd like to bring in just a few reminders. I've, I think I've shared these uh, suggestions in the past. Uh, what we really like to do is help folks, and I think I can speak about my colleagues as well, help our, our authors and publishers avoid missed deadlines and costly mistakes. And there are a few things I'd like to suggest along that line. Now, once you select a printer or print partner, try to get them involved in the project as quickly as possible. And that might be uh, just having a conversation, maybe a three-way conversation with a designer, talk about the project, what suggestions you have, as well as those that might be welcome from the print partner. Learn as much of the language as you can through the printer. They, there, there are a few things that we 
refer to when it comes to specifications that may not be all that familiar to folks. So understand what those are, and uh, then you'll understand the whole process a whole lot better, and you can make some very good decisions based on that. Okay. Uh, Getting a look at the cover design is a good idea very early on, too. As, as a printer, I can tell you uh, we can talk about things that will work well as opposed to those things that might not work as well in the whole process. So we'd like to have a hand in that. We can make some good suggestions and maybe, you know, maybe even enhance that cover and sell more books. Mm-hmm. You know what, then, Joe? I'll I'll echo that because that you know you did a, a reprint of a book that I've had multiple printings on, and we actually made a couple of tweaks on it, which turned out great and saved me about eight hundred dollars. So I thought that was great. Yeah, that was it was a great opportunity to to do some things yeah. that that made a big difference. Mm-hmm. So we've got a lot of things that we can do to help. Uh, you know, the biggest thing that I try to encourage folks to do is understand how to build a good print file. That can be the number one stopper along the way if we don't get a good file. Uh, quite likely it adds to more cost and delays the project. Uh, well, so, the amen I'm going to add to that, Phil, is uh, please, everyone, just work with a designer of books who knows how to make the print files and go in and figure out what the specs are with each printer. Exactly. Yeah, good suggestion. <laughs> yeah, All right. And, and then, well, I, I, yeah, that's good, Judith. I mean, there's a long yep. list of things that we could suggest, and maybe in a future show we can do that. We will do that, and we will see you in May at the Extravaganza. I know. It's quickly coming up, and I'm looking it forward is. to it. Okay. All Take right. Care. Take care. Phil Knight, Colorhouse Graphics, located up in Michigan. All right. So, Sharon, we are back. You've met one of my favorite people in the print business. So let, I want to um, – who, who I joint venture with, by the way. So let, let's come in. What other, what steps does an author take to set up that joint venture? I mean, is it start with a phone call? Um, it's hard to find phone numbers of people these days. Does it start just with an email? Does it go with a link on a, a website? I mean, how, what would you suggest in a kind of a one, two, three? Well, if you're working with the social media site, you can typically find contact information. Um, then you look for the author's uh, website, and a lot of times they have their phone number on their website. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty visible, so people can find my phone number. Um, I make it fairly easy for people to get a hold of me, and most authors do. Now, there's a few authors who kind of hide behind the veil and they have, you know, people protecting them. And, you know, I understand that once you get to a level of a uh, Robert Kiyosaki, you don't want to be receiving a 1,000 phone calls a day. So, you know, but there are a lot of authors out there that you can connect with. And so, like I said, you use social media to find them and then you approach them. What I did, I sent out an email. I explained what I was doing setting up this interview process and that I had dates during September. I only did it a month in advance. And once they agreed to do that, then I sent them a page that I made specifically for them that they sent to their database saying, I'm being interviewed by Sharon Abbott on Tuesday, 4 o'clock. If you'd like to listen to the interview or ask me a question, this is your chance. And when people signed up for the interview, those names went into my database. Okay. So I was, I was able to build my singles database 
from about 1,500 to a little over 5,000 just in the month of September. Well, let me ask you this, because one of the uh, squishy things that goes on is all the, the the spam and the emails. I mean, you're building your database, but there's the opt-in and opt-out and all that. Did you Did you have any problems with including someone in a database that did not uh, officially say, include me? Well, because they actually were asking to be included to to listen to this, and then the next email they got was, mm-hmm. remember, the email, the um, interview is on Tuesday mm-hmm. at 4 o'clock, mm-hmm. and so they got used to my name, and then um, I sent out two reminders, and there were three days, and then the day of, and so people got used to seeing my name and realizing that I was uh, developing this content, and then if they didn't listen in, they had 24 hours to download it free. If they missed that 24-hour deadline, they were able to listen to it, but it would cost ten dollars, nine ninety-five. So it was more of a private interview, like we're public. You, what you and I are doing is a public broadcast, but right. so this was more of a private, exclusive little club that you did yeah. with this joint venture. Great idea. That's yeah. a great idea. And then, what platform do you know that was this done through? I use freeconference.com. There's okay. probably a hundred of them out there, but um, there are a lot. And and yeah, then, so, what yeah. limit do they? Do you know offhand what limit does free conference? Well, I pay ten dollars a month for unlimited. Mm-hmm. So I can have an hour interview. I can have a five-hour interview. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. And, and I can have as many a month as I want. It's just a flat fee, which is why I like them. Well, and that's, 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 a, that's a very reasonable thing to do. So building up a free list, doing a joint venture with other people to share names and, and get people to agree or they tout you is a great way, um, especially when you are reaching out to people who already are speaking to your topic genre your niche which is what sharon and i are huge proponents of that's that's what i'm hearing very clearly absolutely judith it's it's so important to stay in your own neighborhood because if you try getting out because somebody has a big list or um they're better known or for whatever reason then you're not going to get the return you have to have people that if they're interested in the law of attraction, the likelihood of very many of them being interested in business is not very good. So you can't cross over. Mm-hmm. So, so, and that's the danger point, that, that crossing over and trying to mix them up. It's, it's like when authors say, Sharon, when I say, well, who's your book for? Everybody. No. Oh, no, no, no. Kiss of death. All right, 15 seconds. So let's give a, a, what's a quick tip we can do in 15 seconds, and then we'll segue out, and then we'll come in with a giant deal about memberships. I would say do it every single day at a specific time. If you're reaching out to somebody, do it at that time every day. All right, so we'll be right back to the trials and have it my guest is your guide to publishing. This 
Business is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these on the Rockstar Radio Network. Do you sell stuff? Do you want to sell books? Lots of them? If yes, you must take credit cards, the most widely used form of payment today. The Free Terminal has created a special program for your guide to book publishing listeners. No contract. All equipment is free. Extremely low rates and no termination fees ever. Contact Alan Dean at Alan at thefreeterminal.com or call him at 303-668-6828. The Free Terminal has handled all credit card transactions for both Author You and Judith for over a year. Don't wait another day. Contact Alan at thefreeterminal.com or call 303-668-6828 and tell him you want the no-contract Author You deal. shepherding concept is simple. The publishing world is changing, and so must you. You need an experienced shepherd and a guide to partner with you as you create, strategize, develop, publish, and achieve your publishing goals. You can't do it alone without paying the price. You can spend your money creating a book that turns out to be so-so, or you can create a book that looks and feels classy, builds your brand, and is a financial success, a bestseller. It's your choice. You choose. You need the book shepherd. Publishing is riddled with obstacles, sometimes nightmares for the author. You don't need problems. You want solutions. Dr. Judith Bryles will shepherd you through the maze and the chaos. At times, she's had to step in and rescue a book, a book that has been sabotaged by a publisher or by a publishing service provider or sometimes even the author themselves. Judith Bryles is the book shepherd if you want to create a book with no regrets. Give her a call today, 303 885-2207. That's 303-885-2207. Or email her at judith at bryles.com. By the way, bryles is spelled B-R-I-L-E-S. Follow Judith on Twitter at MyBookShepherd and on Facebook at TheBookShepherd. At Total Printing Systems, customer service is our priority. We are located in Southern Illinois. Our employees have an average of 18 years' experience and know that customer relationships are important to our continued success. We have been a short-run book printer for nearly 40 years and always stay at the forefront of technology. Our niche is from 1 to 5,000 copies. Today, we offer digital black and white and four-color high-speed inkjet printing, a cost-effective way to introduce color into your short-run titles. We, of course, offer traditional offset printing as well. Bindery is done in-house, from adhesive case binding to PUR perfect binding to mechanical binding of all types, including side sewing. We provide warehousing, kitting, distribution, inventory management, a new print-on-demand facility, streaming browser-based ebooks, and bookstore. Call us at 1-800-465-5200 for a quote on your next book project. You can also visit our website at www.tps1.com. Welcome back to your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask on the Rockstar Radio Network. If you want to write and publish a book, if you want to be successful as an author, your guide to book publishing, everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask, is for you. 
Stay tuned and you'll hear about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Our last segment, Sharon and I are going to do a fast forward and go over several things. Sharon Abbott is an expert in working with authors. She has an author training program she's actually going to roll out in June, and she'll talk about that as soon as uh, we get toward the end of the hour here. But I wanted to ask her uh, very quickly, what's the difference between a struggling author and one who really realizes they're they're successful? The biggest thing is the focus and the discipline. So, when people have had a job their whole life and they have someone telling them, I have to do this today, I have to do that, I have to have that done by four, and they become an independent author and nobody's telling them what to do, mm-hmm. they find all kinds of reasons not to be doing the work of being an author. So that's usually an author who struggles. The author who is very successful realizes that everything they do every day has a purpose, and it might take 30 days, 60 days, sometimes 90 days to see the result, but usually within six months, it's very easy to generate between five dollars and $8,000 a month, and my goal is to make sure that authors are making 100000 a year so they're comfortable and they enjoy the process of being an author, and then once you have that momentum going, it doesn't take as much, I and mean, usually it's less than 20, 30 hours a week. Well, you know, Sharon, one of the things that you're bringing about, because we're talking about turning authorship into a vocation versus an avocation, and right. that the it's really important to have a myopic attitude that this is where I'm going. I mean, that and that's really what my platforms, you know, the whole platform building is about. You got to have the vision, and if your vision really is to become a full time author, you have got to be cutthroat. And eliminating things that are that are shaking up your tree, um, and sometimes that's friends. By the way, <laughs> <laughs> boy, you hit the nail on the head there. I'll tell you, there's people have a tendency to think that just because you're at home and you're an author that you have all the time in the world to do errands for them, or you know, lots of just ridiculous um, activities that will never help you in your book. But when you tell them, oh, I'm, you know, I'm busy doing my, my work for, as an author, people don't get it. Mm-hmm. My personal keeper, I have two keepers that I tell all my authors I work with, to. I want you to type these up, write them out, print them out, you put it on your computer, you put it in your space, and there it's simply this. Don't do well what you have no business doing. Don't go <laughs> down that path. And the second one is, if you never say yeses, if you never say no, your yeses are worthless. You have got to really focus, focus, focus. What other things separate the really author who's making it versus the struggler? Well, one of the other things is not trying new things. So I have a number of authors that have been um, trying to promote their books for three to five years, and they're doing the same old, same old thing, and it's not <laughs> working effectively. Oh, insanity. So- Exactly. And so what I'll do is I'll shake it up a little bit and I'll get them to do joint ventures or to create a membership site or to be able to speak in an an event that they would never think of doing. Mm -hmm. And that is what changes things around for people. So they end up getting that momentum and they're able to start selling more books to an audience they never even realized that they had. 
And, and the great thing about selling books to an audience is, I mean, my experience is I, we've got it. I did that for two decades, solid. Just that's what I did. I was on the platform speaking, selling books. We knew what time of day, what day, what event, if they were traveling, if it was in house. We really knew what percentage was going to buy, and we knew of that percentage how many were going to buy more than one. We had it down packed because that's what that became part of our business model um, in doing that. But it is getting out there. And I think that your, your statement about um, learning new things and try new things. Um, I, I'm attending an all-day workshop tomorrow. I know a lot about social media, but I'm going to learn some more. You've got to keep pushing yourself. That's very important. You mentioned membership sites. Can you give us a couple of minutes, your input on membership sites? Well, they're fairly easy to create. In fact, on WordPress blogs, membership site plugins are free. And what you want to do is to create a membership site where people can come in and they have a choice. They can do a pay-per-view. So if it's a video, teleseminar, uh, MP3 file of an interview that you've done with someone else, people have a choice that they'll be able to actually figure out they can listen to as many as they want now or they can sign up to get one a week or one a month. And that will make such a difference in any author's um, stability and income. So the typical membership site is driven by when you have 10,000 people in your database, 10%, 1,000 people will pay $10 a month. So now you have $10,000 a month income from one activity. That's one of the reasons why I promote it so heavily is I really want people to recognize how they're in control of their income. You know, Sharon, I have a question. At what point, because I put, I put up a lot of free videos, at what point do you go from free to fee? Well, people want about seven things free before you show them that now they trust you and they should pay for additional information. So I usually recommend text material is free and then audio is pay and video is pay. Okay, so I mean I I'm 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 thinking of changing my whole model here. <laughs> <laughs> Good. I'm glad I've inspired you. <laughs> So what we have is that you're, you put up put your articles up. That's maybe uh, if you write a good blog, that that can count as that. You know, really good a beginning, middle, end with some action things or things nuggets that they can really chew on, and then start creating some decent audio and put it up. And maybe maybe you do offer one or two free to do the tease and then suck them in. What do you think of that idea? Absolutely. Now, when I do my radio show, I've done three that were me by myself. And I give those free, I, you know, because it's just me talking. But when I'm interviewing someone else, those are the ones that I include in the pay-per-view. Okay. Great great strategy. That's great. I hope everyone's really understanding this because um, uh, word, websites, which I believe WordPress is where you ought to be going and constructing them on, um, but they've got a free plug-in that will allow creating a membership site, which used to be very costly and expensive, so let's hear it for WordPress here, and yeah. creating some really an avenue that you can go down to start monetizing. Monetizing is the operative word here, um, and take advantage of how you can really expand your repertoire, which is fabulous information. Absolutely. Yeah, See, and that's what people don't realize. It doesn't have to be complicated. It's not difficult. 
You know, it's like you and I have been talking almost an hour, and we have created a document now that is very easy to upload to your website, and you can have this kind of an interview free, and you can have one that's really, like, I do uh, a webinar that is so much content that people actually feel like they're dizzy. But I do that because I get so tired of these teleseminars and webinars that they're self-ass. And I just want people to realize this information is out there. All they need to do is to start looking at, like, how can they find someone that is in alignment with them and to be able to connect and set up their own membership site information. Perfect. Well, that, that is great information. And I'm asking you to come back to you because I want to do your webinar that's so content-heavy it'll make you dizzy and put it out to the Alter You community. <laughs> so I, I want to book that. Okay, let's let's come around. We've got three minutes. So let's very quickly, um, uh, are there a couple of steps that an author can do to generate that six-figure income? I know we've talked about some things here. What's most challenging for you? And then tell us quickly about your next project. Well, the main thing that's challenging for me is obviously the time um, juggling. That's that's always been my biggest challenge. So what I did is created just a really simple time management program that helps me get everything out there that I need to have done. So when I'm looking at, um, you know, all the tasks that I have to do, I make sure that everything is done on a daily basis, and I keep a list of things that I need to get done today. The program that I'm going to be doing is um, it's going to be June 10th. It's um, six days. It's going to be in Marina Del Mar, and we're going to walk through how to write your book in the week that you're there. Of course, there's going to be editing and there's going to be, you know, reworking. Uh, I think every book needs to go through three edits before it's actually released. I agree. I agree. Yep. (laughs) I even love to show people how just print 25 books, give them away to someone, and with the caveat that they're going to give you feedback. And Mm -hmm. you'd be surprised. I have... Two English teachers, I have people that are just ferocious readers, and they give me better feedback than my editors. Absolutely. Okay, give us the website. We're going to have to, we're, we're short today, so I'm going to need to have to, uh, to zing out. What's your website so they can find out more information? This, this website is authortrainingprogram.com. Okay, so author, author training program.com. Get more information about Sharon. She's got a great program in June. Thank you, Sharon, for being with us. Thank you, Judith. All right. This is Judith Riles, and we'll be back next week with a lot more content and information. Thank you for being a part of your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles.